You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets and successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Purpose Addicts, another week. Another day, another dollar. Shane, what up, homie? What up? You didn't do it this week. I'm so proud of you. You've grown. I, oh, I didn't say, hello, Vic. How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that fakeness. You've never done that in the history of us. In the history of life, right? Right, right. You never did that back in high school. Of course not. I'm not sure what I did in high school. You did a lot of weird stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Folks, I wish I wish social media existed the way it does now. Oh my only God. only to be able to share some of the stuff that this guy was like back then. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't, man. I would uh my yeah, life you and would me be both. different. Man, huh? I said you and me both. Yeah, life life would be very different, bro. <laughs> there's, a, there's a chance we might not even be as close as we are now. You think? Uh, what they say, cream always rises. Yeah, yeah. Because the like the likelihood of us becoming friends was, um, I think things happen the way they're supposed to happen. If it didn't happen, like if if we if we hadn't got close, which we didn't really get tight until in the sophomore year, really our junior year. So it's like we knew each other, and you know what was supposed to happen happened. And, yeah, you know, it's yeah. just always funny how life just kind of just works out. Yeah. When we recounted, uh, it was probably season one, maybe episode three or something like that. Yeah. Our, our friendship in the stories. In my mind, we've been friends since ninth grade. But yeah, I mean, we, we didn't even get close to 11th grade. I mean, we That's were friends. Years. Yeah, I know. We were friends. We knew of each other. Of course, we was cordial. But like Trump type brother, that's my dog. You see me, you see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, you know. Um, and I mean, just think about think about how many friends we we had. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, just think about how many friends we had, or who mm-hmm. would we consider a friend in the relationship. So, yeah, you know, I think it would have eventually happened some way somehow. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You got a point. Look, let's do this, man. Let's do this show. This week, you brought the episode to us, but we'll find a way to segue into that because I'm curious when you hit me with this. I said, oh, right off the bat, I like this one. I don't know what it's about. We haven't talked about it, but I think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Before we get there, I'm sure you got something. What blew your mind? Um, Everybody's manifestation is not for you. As in everybody else's? Yeah. Manifestation. Yeah. Cause people like I could give you a, a word or a vision, but it's through my limited lens. Like, what if I told you 
You're going to be a millionaire in your company. You're going to be a millionaire through the works of your company. It sounds good. But what if your plan is not to be a millionaire through the works of your company? Your plan is to be a millionaire, but people's view of your path is limited because um, they don't know everything. They don't know the whole story. They don't know the path. They don't know the the visions, the sleepless nights. They don't know what you're working on, what you may not have told them. So therefore you can't hang on everything that somebody tells you. You know, my, my favorite is the religious folks. Have you ever heard the expression that you have to visualize or see your goals before and even if no one else sees it? Yeah, yeah. So if you're doing it before, even if no one else sees it, how can you take somebody else's vision? But that's the problem with the world. The world is so easily influenced. They, they, there's a bunch of people who see a dream or a vision for themselves, but are easily swayed because they never really believed in it or committed to it. So the minute somebody else tells them something different, especially if it sounds sweeter than yeah. their vision, oh, they gone. Yeah. So exactly. So now you done abort mission. You supposed to be over here, but because Jimmy told you this, you went over here. The same thing about I was, and I was saying. It's bad with religious folks. Like, God, we all got a Bible, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we all got a Bible. And, you know, I, I've, I consider myself to be on the main line. So I, I don't know what your lines look like, but I'm on the main line. You Did you ever have people tell you or or speak things outcomes over you especially at a young age like example i used to get all the time you're gonna be a preacher one day mm-hmm. what yeah uh no no that's not gonna happen that's yeah. not gonna happen that's not me i mean for you all the way from being young in elementary all the way up to college yeah i had people saying that now I've, yeah if that's God's plan, he going to reveal that to me. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that, like, I remember having a conversation with my moms, and that's what she said. I'm like, Mom, why people always say this? And she was like, if it's meant for you, God going to reveal it to you directly. Mm-hmm. God is not going to go around the corner, whisper it in somebody else's ear to run up to you and tell you what he wants to tell you. You know he it. He's going to find you. Yeah. I, I tell you what. I, I I was never told much many times in my life that I'd be a teacher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How, how come ain't nobody whisper that in you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's, there's, been, there's been so much I've been told, you know, but like, so, I mean, I'm not saying to not listen to people. I'm not saying what people tell you, just throw it away with the grain of salt. What I am telling you is to test everything and just test everything. And 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 the best thing Charles Jackson ever told me, chew the meat, spit out the bones. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, not everything you hear is for you. And not everything that oh, not everything that everybody else is doing is for you. You got to, you gotta come to grips with what it is that's for you and just ride that train, bro. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, it was funny. Uh, I was in a chat today at work and they were, you know, talking about somebody asked a question about what do you do to re-motivate yourself? You know, when you lose motivation or it's low. And so people started sharing, you know, what they do. Um, but then other people 
started saying, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. And so immediately the, the very next com comment was manifestation. And as soon as I saw it, I felt some type of way. There was something about like, you can't manifest that for somebody else if that's not what they want. Like, we got to get back to what does this person want? You all are telling them what they should want. What do they want for themselves? Mm -hmm. And to that point, there are no greater words than the words you speak to yourself. None. Zero, zilch, nada. You, I mean, you cannot speak over yourself or manifest nobody can greater than what you can tell yourselves um and it's 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 an important thing all right bet so you brought today's topic one uh, hit wonder yeah and i that quickly just kind of um changed my mind in the sense of one hit wonders exist because i was actually going to say they don't but overnight successes don't exist. In the world of going viral, how can you fix your lips to say it doesn't exist? Overnight success? Because in most cases, in most cases, where you have an overnight, quote unquote, overnight success, there has been hours and hours and hours of work and thought put behind what you're doing. So the problem is it pops overnight and we think that it just popped out of nowhere, but the actual work has been put down over a period of time. Um, I was reading, uh, you can't make this up, I think by Kevin Hart. I can't make this up. Yeah. I can't make That's this up. Yeah. yeah, I can't make this up. Great book. Um, he's actually been, um, doing comedy, I think since the mid '90s, early 2000s. You're talking about 2013, 14, 15 is when he really blew up. Hours and hours of work on the craft. You're talking about. Uh, I've, I've said this before in the pod. Um, Quincy Jones got his first. Uh, got his first Grammy in 1960 something. Mm but became Quincy Jones producer of Thriller in 1983, 84. Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett, you told me this story. Warren Buffett made his, his biggest chunk after the age of 60. Yeah. So th there's no such thing as an overnight success. Um, I, I think social media will have you believe that there is. Little Nas X, out of nowhere, been making music since he was 12, 13 years old. Mm. So we want to believe that it just magically happens. And I think what happens is the success happens very fast. But the actual work, it's going to take some time. You know, like um, I always reference things back to my coaching. Like it, it, it is super funny for people to see me now as coach of the year, elite eight coach. But nobody remembers when I was three and twenty-one, just four years ago. Mm -hmm. They just man, this guy. You were. They didn't know who you were. But I was. I've been putting in the work. I've been putting in the time. Um, and I think if we're gonna go back to that time, I think if it happens like that, I think that's where the one-hit wonder business comes in. 
because it's not sustained. It, it's not you didn't the craft is not there. So you, you, you can't sustain anything that microwave like that. What's your thoughts? Let me I got to play devil's advocate here. OK, and here's what's, I guess, burning, burning in my spirit. There are people, there are companies who put in hours and hours to launch a thing, to do a thing. It went viral. It exploded. They saw success from the work that they put in. Now, what couldn't be sustained is continued growth and success. Mm-hmm. Right? But there are people who put in the work, who did a thing, it lasted one time. And that was it. Okay, yeah. So I agree. One hit wonders is a thing. One hit wonders but, is a thing. But I don't but think do you overnight that as success because that's the that's the word that is hinging upon. Is success short term or long term? I don't know. If I created a video and I made ten million dollars one good time, hey, <laughs> it depends on how you it. It depends on how you measure success and how you define success. And I think that that's that's my point, and that's what's what's bothering me is we've redefined and reimagined what success looks like now mm-hmm. because you can go viral. Like when you talk about putting in the work and and like how we used to be like training for football, people knew that I would show up for games and I would show up for sporting events and I would show out. What they didn't see was all summer working out at twelve noon for two and a half hours in the heat in Florida. They so what you're see that. So what you're agreeing with is an overnight success. People just don't pop up. It's not a real thing. Back then is what I'm saying. Back it then. Was the thing back mm-hmm. then. But now, now in the world of going viral and what social media has allowed for people to do, they don't have to train for years and years in the sun. All they got to do is do one good play and be recorded. And now all of a sudden you're on the map. You're a success. Somebody got to share it, and then somebody got to share it. <laughs> that's, that's okay. So I guess okay. Now, so that is the question: Does viral equal success? So just because you go viral, are you necessarily successful? So so all right. This this is controversial. We about that. We about to either lose some people or we about to gain some people in answering this question. Does viral constitute? as success you um i'm gonna say no because i'm about longevity i think longevity is what makes you successful Mm. i think i think Mm. longevity and staying power and oh god it was in the book um Longevity and staying power is what makes you successful, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't want to be here for one good time and then disappear. Yeah. I want to be here for a, a very long time and I want to be yeah. good for great for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. My answer to the same question is, is no. Going viral does not make you a success. It, it makes you a one hit wonder. Yeah. Because then the next question is, can you do it again? Can you do can it you again? Replicate it. Yeah. Do you have a recipe? Do you have a formula for reproducing that so that it that level of success could be sustained? Yeah. Like to me, sustainability and success go hand in hand. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that sustainability comes from hours and hours and hours of working on your craft. So therefore, I think we both agree that there's no such thing as a overnight, well, not overnight, excuse me. A, a, yeah, overnight success. Is there a such thing as an overnight success? Do as you- we know the phrase, as we know the term, mm-hmm. overnight success, we're saying no, which is somebody just pops up out of nowhere overnight. They're a success. They did a thing, wasn't planned. Maybe they planned it, but they didn't put in hours and hours of work. It just, boom, I'm going to do it. And a bunch of people liked it. Gotcha. That's overnight success, how we know it. Gotcha. Overnight, someone can blow up, especially if they put in the work. I tell you, here's here's my justification for why I don't define going viral one time as success. In, In the world of sales, you learn how to generate leads. You learn how to find business. And Mm -hmm. when I was coming through, we didn't have technology to help us to make it easy. You literally had to cross-reference by hand on printed paper, one lead at a time, which meant you had to learn how to find leads using resources, the old dinosaur way. Mm -hmm. If technology failed the people today, who do the same job that I first started out doing, many of them are not going to make it because they don't know how to old school. They don't have those old habits, those old tools, that old knowledge of, well, the computer don't work. Let me show you. Let me show you how to do it the old way. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't exist anymore. There are some yeah. people who are technicians of their craft and they learn all the ways and use technology now to enhance and build upon. Yeah. But there's many people who couldn't tell you the formula, the blueprint, the long way, the long math, show your work. Mm-hmm. They couldn't tell you how to do it and how to become successful. Gotcha. So that, I guess that's where I'm at. So I guess the the point of all of this is what? The microwave mentality doesn't equal longevity? No, sir. It no, doesn't sir. like... You, you warm it up in the microwave, it's going to be cold in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Cook it on the stove. Yeah. For hours and hours. Watch how long it stay warm. <laughs> yeah. And I guess um, the reason why this is all I've been saying for weeks, I got a lot of um, ideas or thoughts or comments. And it's because... Um, well, you know, uh, I've recently accepted a position as assistant professor as music technology at Alabama State University. So, um, and I want to come back and the other topic yesterday before you cut me off when you said, um, I want to talk about manifestation because there's a whole story behind that. So in the midst of celebrating what I've been, or not even celebrating, just understanding the moment, I'm thinking about... <clears throat> You know, whenever this hits social media or whenever this comes out, oh, Dr. Calhoun, yada, 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 the celebration would be real. But what a lot of people don't know or don't see is that I've literally been applying for jobs and at this since 2014. Yep. So you're talking about God dang eight years, wait, 16, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, eight years. Of he, he has his doctorate 
yeah. PhD and he just used his <laughs> I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. Um, eight years of application interviews, this, that, 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 all for one moment of you have this job. And that's all that people's gonna see. <laughs> it's the funniest thing, and it's just about none of that. They don't care. You're none, none of that, none of that. And it's like you know, just the reality of it. Like this doesn't happen if you think this idea of overnight success is not a real thing, man. When you find somebody that's successful or somebody that is um, thriving. It's after hours and hours of work and sacrifice, bro. And it's just, you know, it's amazing, man. I I, I don't know why this just dawned on me. Uh, do you shoot pool? You know, I the suck. rules of pool? I suck at it, but yeah, I play. Okay. On the break of a game, from my understanding, tournament rules, you could hit a break, a ball goes in. That doesn't mean that that's what balls you have to take, stripes or solids. You could actually still choose. They, they say the table is open. It's whatever you follow that ball up with is what's going to be your ball. Really? And I, yeah. And so when you think about the people who are overnight successes or pop up out of nowhere, what do you follow it up with? Mm. That to me is where you identify real success. The people that you see replicating, building upon previous success, that success, those mm. are the ones who obviously have been working or are studying or are perfecting their craft because they have the ability to build upon and compound. Like they say with the market, in terms of the stock market and investing, it's not about timing the market. It's about time, time in, in the market. Yeah. The market. And that's for any market and industry. Yeah. I think that that's what people have to commit to in whatever they're deciding to pursue in their purpose, whatever their journey is. That's mm. what at least I've been focused on. Yeah. How, how much can I replicate in terms of levels of success that I've achieved? Are you just going to see me tonight? and not see me tomorrow? Mm. Or are you going to look up and be like, man, I'm tired of looking at you. Every time I turn around, it's you. Yeah. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. I'm right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about the slow burn. The, oh, I, I've come to realize within the last three to four months that I'm really comfortable in the slow grind. Mm. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. I sit in and I just chop, man. I'll just chop. I'll, I'll take. Give, give me, um, give me twenty dollars every day, <laughs> and I'm just, just, just give me twenty dollars every day because, I, you know, you give me twenty dollars every day. That's one hundred forty dollars a week. I could take that, and I mean, I have, of course, more money, but I'm just thinking about the consistency of consistency of it, and what you can do. So you take that at the end of the week. I'm not looking at it as twenty. I'm looking at it as one forty. Then what do I do with that 140? Mm -hmm. Then what can I do? Just give it to me. Just give it to me. I can plan. I'm I'm not, I'm not in no rush, you know. Um, yeah. One of the things I think I've been thinking about lately as far as, like, living life is, like, imagine if uh, you knew you was going to die tomorrow. Mm. 
how would you live that day? Mm. Mm. I tell you what, I'm not going to sleep. Well, you're not going to sleep, but you ain't going to be worrying about you going, you're going to maximize everything you do in that moment. Every moment's got to count. Every moment's got to count. Every movement, everything's got to count. Yeah. So while I'm extreme example. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is, it is, but it's like, that's kind of the approach that it has to be like, how can I make what I'm doing right now the best possible thing even if it's just a piece hmm. you know if i make 25 cents on a dividend stock today i'm gonna celebrate that 25 cents because at least it was 25 cents more than i had i ain't had to do nothing to get it other than put a little money there yeah yeah and it's gonna build it's gonna compound it's gonna build so if every day i'm living like tomorrow is it you just snowballing yeah. you just snowballing yeah yeah that's a lot of momentum that's a lot yeah. of momentum built you're up just, over time. So you're just snowballing, bro. So um, yeah, man, it's just uh I don't want to be a one-hit wonder. And ain't no such thing as an overnight success. I just, I just even even in even in our world of social media, I just I just don't think that nothing that's sustainable, and that that's the nugget. I don't think anything that's sustainable happens overnight. There we go. There we go. I know we get there. Yeah. I Nothing that's sustainable right. happens overnight. You're right. I agree with you. Hey, you dropped the you dropped a little gym, man. My it, man, my man huh? accepted a position. Yeah. And it came out like not even as in a celebratory thing. So let's celebrate for a second. Yeah, man. I don't finally made it. Hopefully, Lord Jesus, still working on some contract things. But yeah, um, uh, and I got a hell of a story for y'all next episode if we get to it. Um man. About how we get here. But yeah, man, I'm blessed, bro. That's what's up, man. I'm proud of you. Um, I remember a few years back you had a conversation with me. It was one evening, and we both were considering new job opportunities. And you had asked me, Have you been applying? I was like, nah. He was like, dude, you gotta shoot. You got to shoot. <laughs> yeah. It was like a hundred. You told me a hundred. That was the word you told me. I never forget it. I was standing in my kitchen. You said a hundred. I'm trying to get to a hundred. And I said, submitting a hundred? You said a hundred at a minimum. This was a few years ago. And from that, exactly. From that, I said, he right. He said, shoot or shoot. You got to shoot. keep shooting. You know, but you, you just forget that word. You you think about the odds, right? Like, I'm not sure what it's like in your sector, but if you get a college job open up, they may get 250 applications in 14 days. Out of that 200, seven to 10 might get an interview. Hmm. Then from there, you may get three to five that make it to the final interview where you come on campus or the next round. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? And just, just honestly, um, shoot, in the 14 years, I've only been offered two tenure jobs, two college full-time tenure jobs. One I had to pass up a few years ago um, for other, you know, reasons. And then this one that, you know, we're going to take. So it's um like, you don't, you don't get there unless you shoot, bro. You don't get there unless you shoot. And even if, even if just the experience itself, like 
this particular interview, it was probably what I feel was like my best possible performance, like a college interview. I don't know if y'all know. All right. There's typically like three or four rounds, <laughs> three or four rounds. Um, but the day you go on campus, so if you make it to the final round, it's a six to eight hour interview. You oh. get you get there, you have breakfast or whatever. You meet with the committee for a for you know a grill down. Then you have to teach. Typically, give about two lectures. So then you meet with you may meet with the dean. You may meet with the provost. So this interview got there, an hour meeting with the committee, a meeting with the dean of fine arts, presentation, lunch, meeting with the provost presentation then a meeting with the chair head and it's teaching to actual students when you teach yeah you're doing demonstrations so they had students and faculty students and faculty that work there in the room critiquing you and it is it is like um you know it is it's bananas but you know it was crazy it was like i was in such a groove the day I was in that interview, the very same day I got the call about the coach of the year. I'm sitting in this interview and in between, I'm walking up the stairs. They, this guy from Jake from ONL, hey, man, we want to say congratulations, you the coach of the year. Wow. Then later that night or later at the end of that interview, um, I get an email about another college job interview in that same day. So that week I ended up have getting that interview, getting the job, and then having two other college interviews in the same week, bro. Mm. When I say it was, it was, it was this last three months has been like unreal, bro. I think a point that we didn't stress that this is a perfect time to do so. Even when you're shooting, you have to still be putting in work. Oh when yeah. You're going for these opportunities. Oh you yeah. You gotta be working on your craft. Work while you wait. wait for this opportunity. Work while you wait. Work while you wait. Work while you Man. wait. Work, work while you wait. So, um, so you know, I got that. That's gonna be the full time. And I actually lined it, I actually lined up another adjunct position at Longy School of Music in Boston. So I'll be teaching graduate student classes there as well come the fall. So you go 14 years and then everything just hit, bro. Man, I knew I needed to be your friend all the years ago, man. Yeah. I saw it. I saw this manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> when I looked at you, you had this orange glow. And so I said, I got to associate with that dude, man. Oh, Look, man. That's how we ended up purpose addicts. Purpose addicts. Orange glow. Said, <laughs> he said, no. and that's the circle, huh? That's, that's yeah. how we got here. And, and you know, to that here. point, there's, there's power in, in people around you. And I'll never forget this. I will never, ever in life forget this. Um, when I went down to Florida in um, February, I think I told you this. I went to lunch with Richie and Sabrina. We were just yeah. talking about stuff. And I don't know what we was talking about. And Sabrina said to me, um, so what do you want to do? And I said, I don't know. But I know I don't want to do this band director thing anymore. Not that anything's wrong with it. Um, I'm reading this book. Gosh, there's so much information right now. I'm reading this book. It's called Big Leap. And it's talking about the, the overall theme of the book is talking about moving from your zone of excellence mm. to your zone of genius. 
And before you get to your zone of excellence, there's two other zones, zone of incompetence, zone of something. Heard about this. But the idea of acting in your zone of genius, very few get there because in your zone of excellence, it's very comfortable. You're, you're, You're excelling everything from the outside looks great, but the work that you're doing is not the work that you would do for free, basically. Like that zone of genius work is that next level stuff that was your God-given gift, your purpose, that thing that you 100% should be doing yeah. that you're not doing because you're settling for the zone of excellence. Mm. So um, to Sabrina's conversation, looking back at it now, it made me, it gave me the feeling that I had been operating in my zone of excellence. Like I'm very good here excelling whatever whatever but that next level is this dream of being at the collegiate level yeah man when you figure that out for yourself yeah the power that comes over you the feeling of of gratitude that comes over you to say this is it and i know confidently that this is it like nothing can move me off my square yeah that this is it like there's nothing more more motivating, more exhilarating when you yeah. talk about that kind of mo- motivation. Yeah. Right. To move towards a goal. Like you're unstoppable at that point when you start mm-hmm. to work towards that zone of genius. Yeah. When yeah. you see it, like it's right there now. It's just, woo. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd say I get excited. And I, I mean, I'm not even on cap, man. I'm scared as shit, bro. I'm scared as shit. You talking about I've been in this place for 14 years? I don't know what it, I don't know what it feels like to not be the band director at Lochapoca High School. But what scares you the most? Um, I don't know. Uh, failure, getting there and and real realizing that I'm not as good as I thought I was, or I'm not as smart as I thought I was. Yeah. Um, you know, getting there and um, or just the the dynamics of the financial difference. You know, of you know, you're gonna get up there and and how you get your money is gonna be a little bit different. You know, what excites me is a lot of the there are going to be a lot more opportunities now for me to pursue some of these ideas yeah. that I'm pursuing. Like right now, Breaker Nation, I can be working those ideas together, to whereas I can be using them to benefit each other, cool. and and um growing them and just the opportunities. Like, but you know, it, it's like. Sometimes again, that zone when you get into that zone, it, it's 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 um you just got to step out of faith and stick to fear. Today, I just did a presentation with DC Public Schools, randomly. You know that something that's just and it falls right in line with what I'll be doing. I'm the assistant professor of music technology. I did a training today on music technology stuff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid I'll get up there and they'd be like, "Where'd you get this idiot?" But you know, I've been called worse. <laughs> you know, I've been called worse. So it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a fun journey. Worst case scenario, get up there, hate it. Uh, I'm high valued educator, so I can get a job somewhere else and just move yeah. on. But um, <clears throat> I'm looking like this is the move, bro. I think that a lot of people, a lot of people can relate to that feeling. Like, yeah, I feel this unfolding. I'm starting to walk in my zone of genius. And it terrifies the crap out. Oh yeah, and but that's part of it. People use that fear to limit them. They call it an upper upper limit. 
like I'm hitting that upper limit right now. That that glass ceiling kind of, and it's yeah, like yeah. it would be very easy to say, "Ah, oh, guys, I'm good. I'm just gonna stay put where I'm at, and I got a state championship basketball team and a great band coming up." I just, but that's that that upper limit that's hitting. Yeah. That's like now nah, you gotta you gotta go through that. You gotta break through that. And once you break through that, there's a whole nother level out there for you. Yeah, bro. Normally, we would spend some time to talk about footwork, but I think. This whole episode, (laughs) yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah, that's that's all I got. Yeah, this whole episode was about all the footwork you've been doing for fourteen years. Eight, 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 eight. We get fourteen. Oh wait, you talking about fourteen years at my job? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. It's gonna interrupt my my. My bad. Go ahead. Start over. I shut up. I ain't gonna start over. Too late. <laughs> you missed your moment. Oh, get man. back to work. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, oh, that's dope, man. I, I really am proud of you, man. One brother to another, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the work. I've seen it. I've seen it in action. I've seen some of it. Even as close as we are, I've seen only parts of the work, but yeah. I've seen all of the outcomes, the consequences, and the results from that work. And I know what you've been doing behind the scenes. I appreciate and I know it, how man. much of a challenge it's been. So much respect to you, man. I appreciate I that. Really and, to, appreciate and to the man, I appreciate that, bro. And to the listeners, and that's another thing. Guess what? Your zone of excellence, another way to deflect is not being able to accept compliments. Right. <laughs> I, I, it, it, and it's because it's laced to the idea of some kind of guilt. Like, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I experienced experience any kind of get like, well, I'm getting all of this and no, I, I don't think I feel that, but I do know I suck at getting compliments. So man, I really I appreciate it. it. Yeah, man. I suck at it. Somebody just told me the beginning of this week. There was like, Vic, just take the compliment. Just- like, <laughs> yeah. I was so, like, that's how I, I keep me humble. Humble. Yeah. 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 So I was going to say off of that is like to, to our listeners, man, if you have a dream, you have a goal. Hold on to that some bitch, man. Just hold on to it, and, and yo, it's not gonna make sense. Is it's not oh, always yes. that's the realest, <laughs> the yo. realest word you have ever heard. Hold yeah. on to that some. Yeah, hold on to that some bitch, man, and just just go for it. Like people's, yeah. it is not going to always make sense. Like, and and what's even super funnier is this whole journey of me even being in Alabama, I moved out to Alabama with $64 in an apartment. That's it. And you're talking about 2006, right before we got to the recession, $64 and an apartment. That's it. I ain't had no bed. I ain't had no furniture. I ain't had nothing. And to be here is like super dope. So if you got a vision and you got a dream and you heard it within yourself from yourself, don't let nobody take that away from you and don't stop going after it. Just go get it, man. That's what's up, man. Man, that's a great word. Let's close this bad boy out. Another dope episode. John Maxwell gave us today's quote. It reads, small disciplines repeat, repeated with consistency every mm-hmm. day every day, lead to great achievements gained slowly over time. Every day. Yep. Small disciplines. And I think that that's the piece that sticks out to me. Gotcha. Small disciplines repeated every every day. single day. Yep. 
Yep. Small disciplines, small actions, small steps, one brick at a time. Yep. So as always, Purpose Addicts, man, we appreciate you rocking with us, man. There's a lot of people who've been rocking with us for a long time. What's up? You got another one? Next episode, Manifestation and the Power of Words. Daniel Whitehouse, you're going to like that. Yeah. Manifestation and the power of words. And it's going to kind of be a continuation of this conversation. But it's, as I said, we, I've been sitting on this information since April. And I've been just wanting to talk about some of the process. So manifestation and the power of words. Next solo episode. Love it. Love it. All right. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share the show, go tell three friends and a police officer. Go back and check police fragility if you don't know what we're talking about. As always, live life on purpose. I'm Coach Vic. That's Doc. Well, I think a lot of times everybody's not going to understand your vision, your walk, your purpose, your desires, your dreams, your goals. And they don't have to because I'm going to tell you a secret. Everybody ready? It's yours. It don't belong to them. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't they teeth to brush. Ain't they armpits to put deodorant on. It's yours. This message is for anyone who is not answering the calling on their life. I want you to take note of something. That one thing, that one talent, that one gift you have, that idea that could give birth to a solution that possibly brings harmony to the world will never get the chance to breathe life if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. That's right, I said, if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. Too many times we settle for good things when we can have God things. And purpose is a God-given gift. Not everybody fulfills their purpose. Not everybody discovers it. Not everybody walks in it. But if you're willing to give up the good things to get to the God things, well, baby, I promise you purpose, that's for you. Failure is a part of success. I heard that somewhere. I didn't make that one. Failure is a part of success. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, you could try 10 times, 